You're tuned to Once Upon a Fairy Tale. Welcome to Once Upon a Fairy Tale, the podcast. Disney Dwayne here. This is also the second time it's a joint venture with Disney Dust. What a great way to kick off the start of the year. Hope your year-end festivities were awesome. We've got some great news lined up for you. There were quite a number of Moana Easter eggs. Let's talk about them and we'll see how many you got. Frozen is coming to Broadway and if you're interested in catching it before its Broadway run, we've got some news for you. It is 2017. Time to look at what Walt Disney World will bring us this year. We've got a special treat for Star Wars fans as well. We're going to look at the future of Star Wars on film, as well as how different Rogue One would have turned out to be without the reshoots. At least two Disney movies this year are getting their own animated series. We'll talk about some interesting Disney video games coming your way this year as well. All this and more in this episode of Once Upon a Fairy Tale, the podcast. Before we start, a big thank you and shout out to listeners of all our episodes so far, including the last one, which hit an all-time high. Thank you very much. If you haven't subscribed, do be sure to subscribe to the Disney Dwayne YouTube channel, which features this. You can also find us on SoundCloud and iTunes. Taking some time to give us a thumbs up or a five-star written review will help us lots. You're also welcome to check out our Facebook page, which provides podcast notes, links, information, and more detail about what we talk about on the show. It's at www.facebook.com slash onceuponafairytaletime. Okay, Moana Easter eggs. Now, there's only so much you can catch without having the luxury to rewind something just yet. We're only going to be talking about the appearances of other Disney characters, not in the Moana canon. The very obvious one was Sven from Frozen. Uh, I don't know if you caught that one. But did you also see Flounder from The Little Mermaid? He makes an appearance during Maui's Your Welcome sequence. And I think this was a way of directors Ron Clements and John Musker paying tribute to their first ever film for Walt Disney Animation Studios. And there's another character from Frozen, um, not so popular, not as popular as Olaf, but also made of snow. Can you guess? Yes, it is the Marshmallow Man or Marshmallow Monster uh, who is featured on the top of cloth when Chief Tui and Baby Moana are standing in front of it. That's the early part of the movie. We also have Baymax from Big Hero 6. And this is uh, during a Kakamora scene, you know, those coconut pirates. One of them does not look like the other. And if you look closely, the Kakamora have pretty large, substantial eyes that are close together. But you can see Baymax's eyes are pretty far apart and smaller. And then there's one more that you spot in the end credits of the film. He's got his own top of cloth. Yes, it's Wreck-It Ralph, and it's there, I think, because there's a sequel coming up on March 9th, 2018, uh, so that's in anticipation of that movie. If you haven't seen Wreck-It Ralph recently, or haven't seen it at all, please go revisit that movie. I just did recently, and it was just so special. I would really have to say it's one of my top five Disney movies. It's got so much heart, and plus I love video games. And those are your Moana Easter eggs. Finally, we have a new Disney princess taking over Frozen. I'm sure quite a number of us would agree that it was about time. But not to be overtaken completely, I mean, we still love Frozen. There is going to be a musical that will open on Broadway in spring of 2018. Now, there have been other Frozen stage adaptations, including the one on the Disney Cruise Line, as well as Frozen Live at the Hyperion. But none of them have expanded the original storyline or introduced new songs. This one has it all, and if you're interested to catch it before 2018, tickets are now 
now on sale at the Denver Center for the pre-Broadway engagement of Frozen, running from August 17th to October 1st this year. Meanwhile, the St. James Theatre on Broadway will be renovated and revamped just like the New Amsterdam for its Frozen premiere on the Great White Way. Let us know in the comments what you think. Are you looking for another Let It Go? Do you wish Kristoff sang a little bit more? Are there any songs you want taken out? I'd love to hear your thoughts. Now here's a rather big one. What to expect at Walt Disney World in 2017? Hong Kong has released its plans for expansion all the way till 2023, and we've uh, done actually an episode on that on the Disney Dwayne YouTube channel. Check it out there. But back to WDW. The world of Avatar is going to be coming to Disney's Animal Kingdom. This includes two rides, Flight of Passage, a motion simulator flight through Pandora on the back of a banshee, as well as a family-friendly boat ride, the Navi River Journey. Now, this doesn't happen too often where Disney creates a land based on a property that they don't own. Also, I would say a little bit of a daring move because the land actually opens in the middle of the year, whereas the next Avatar movie opens only at the end of the year. This is going to be part of a trilogy which would see the Avatar movies total up to four at least. The plans are for these Avatar movies to be released at the end of each consecutive year. Competition with Star Wars, anyone? Still at the Animal Kingdom, we'll see Rivers of Light, the much-anticipated and delayed nighttime spectacular which will be part of Animal Kingdom's nighttime hours. Other additions include a new family raft ride at Disney's Typhoon Lagoon Water Park. Epcot also introduces the International Festival of Arts. There'll be an all-new Star Wars unique dining experience at Disney's Hollywood Studios. New cabins and deluxe villas coming to Disney's Wilderness Lodge and Disney Springs, previously known as the other downtown Disney, continues to expand with more additions. More details in the podcast notes. Now, let's get to the Star Wars news. What's in store for the future of Star Wars on film? Well, no spoilers here. Episode 8 returns at the end of the year. We will focus on Luke Skywalker being a mentor to Rey, as well as Poe Dameron having a bigger role to play in what would seem to be a darker movie than The Force Awakens. There are also rumors that Hayden Christensen will reprise his role as Anakin Skywalker, but they are just rumors. I know he's not everyone's favorite actor. It's not time to bemoan the fact just yet. It's safe to say now that Rogue One did pretty well at the box office. From what I gathered, people either loved or hated it. Some people thought it was way better than the other Star Wars movies, and some thought it didn't quite compare. Whatever the case, there's a second standalone movie coming, a Han Solo origin movie. It will follow the adventures of a younger, also newly cast Han Solo, and we'll get to see young Lando, as well as Chewbacca and Amelia Clark from Game of Thrones, who signed on to play an unnamed character. This will be directed by the LEGO Movie Directors. Star Wars Episode 9 is apparently Rey's origin story and will be deeply and profoundly satisfying. Mark Hamill has signed on to be in this movie, so that kind of means Luke Skywalker doesn't die in Episode 8, right? On to the last standalone movie, we really don't know what is planned. There are rumors that it'll be a Boba Fett origin story, but people are also pushing for an Obi-Wan Kenobi origin movie. I'm willing to bet that they're going to announce this and more at the upcoming D23 Expo, which I'll be attending and uh, giving you all the details about. Let's now look at Rogue One. Now, how different was it before the reshoots? The clues are in the trailers. The fact that they had the footage released already probably meant that the reshoots happened very, very last minute. And that's a big thing to do to make some of these changes so close to the release date. Let's look at some of the changes. 
Saw Gerrera, played by Forrest Whitaker, was originally portrayed in the teaser trailer as a mentor type to Jin. In the movie, you can see he's a little bit more unhinged and not so put together. Incidentally, he will be the first Rogue One character to appear in the next season of the animated series Star Wars Rebels. There were also a lot of big scenes that didn't make it into the final cut. For example, the stormtroopers marching through the water, Jin and Cassian running across the beach with the data tape in their hand, also a little scene with K2SO um, avoiding explosions on the beach, and many others. Check it out for yourself. Links to these trailers are available in the podcast notes. Speaking of animated series, 2017 will also see the return of Big Hero 6 with many of its original cast members, including Stan Lee, Alan Tudyk, who is the voice of Hei Hei in Moana, and K2SO in Rogue One, returns to this as well. The series picks up immediately after the events of the film and continues the adventures of Baymax and Hiro. On the video gaming front, Kingdom Hearts 2.8 gets a release in Japan on January 12th and January 24th in the US, Canada, and Europe. VR is the big thing these days. Virtual reality mission is an interesting trend emerging for console games. VR Mission is a free chapter added to a game. They've been added to Rise of the Tomb Raider, Final Fantasy, Call of Duty, and now it comes to Star Wars Battlefront in the form of an X-Wing VR mission. And this particular mission ties in with Rogue One. Genius marketing and time to get those add-ons for your PS4. And last but not least, we head over to some movie news. Dick Van Dyke has been confirmed for the sequel of Mary Poppins, as well as Meryl Streep, Angela Lansbury. We already know Lin-Manuel Miranda will be in it. However, there's also new news that Colin Firth, Emily Mortimer, Emily Blunt, and Ben Whishaw have also signed up. The film is scheduled for release in two years' time. We're also starting to see lots of visuals for Coco, Pixar's next movie, out 22nd November this year. It's centered around the Mexican holiday, the Day of the Dead, and follows the journey of a 12-year-old boy named Miguel who has huge music ambitions. And much like Moana, this boy encounters a trickster, this time played by Gael Garcia Bernal. And very interestingly, this looks like it's gonna be Pixar's first musical. And that's all we have for Once Upon a Fairy Tale the podcast. This time also a joint venture with Disney Dust. Disney Dwayne here. Don't forget to subscribe and check out our podcast notes. We've also got a new website at disneydwayne.webs.com. Until the next one, have a magical day.